0: This is a News Laundry podcast, and you're listening
1: to NL Hafta. apna News Laundry apna hafta. We are back with episode 322 of News Laundry. Hafta. I would like to apologize at the outset. Today is a manual, and if you notice, we make sure we never have manuals on hafta, but our two colleagues. Um, Manisha and Jayashree could not join us because of unforeseen circumstances and, you know, there's elections on. So Manisha had to change her plan and Jayashree had some other problem because of which she couldn't join us. So we are an all-male panel, which is first, I think, for the hafta and we ensure we never do this. But because the cancellation is the last minute, we could not help it. So joining us in the studio is uh, Raman Kripal. Hi. Meheraj Loon. Hello. And joining us on the phone line is Anand Vardhan from Bihar. Hi Anand. Hello. And Shoaib Danyal who is joining us from? From the
2: great city of Calcutta.
1: Okay, you're in Calcutta. So if you remember last time we spoke to Shoaib, he was also in Calcutta. I think he's been stuck there since? Before the pandemic. Before the pandemic. Have you been back to Delhi at all, Shoaib, in the last Uh, few? Yeah,
2: yeah. I was was there in Delhi for around uh, three months from December or from November to... Or maybe even before, from Durga Puja.
1: I see. So most of our listeners and viewers and readers would be familiar with Shoaib. But in case you're not, Shoaib is the assistant editor at Scroll. He uh, writes on politics, history and social linguistics. He has written for The Guardian, for the Canadian Broadcast Corporation, Quartz, Business Standard, Dawn, Korea International, Scroll.in, Helter Skelter, among others. So um, before we start, let me tell you, we are recording this on the 2nd of April. At 11.40 in the morning from our studio. And before we get any further, let's get the headlines of what made the news, Maharaj.
3: Uh The main news, as usual, is the elections, which isn't really a good thing if you... uh, Actually, we have a piece upon it by Kalpana Sharmaji, who's like this very, very senior journalist. Mm. She says every time there's an election season, the media just puts blinkers on and they don't think about anything else. I mean, right now there's COVID, there's this reports about people falling into poverty, there is the Myanmar crisis, there is refugees coming in northeast and it's, I mean, it's just like on the margins, election is everywhere. Mm. I suppose it's also, I mean, it's cheap and it's dramatic and all that stuff. Right. And since we're also guilty of the same thing. Let's start with the election news.
1: Hmm.
3: The Trinamool Congress has written to the election commission urging it to withdraw a recent order that relaxed a rule on the appointment of polling agents. And it has alleged that the EC had taken the step to help the BJP. So what has happened is the TMC released an audio clip uh, which purportedly uh, is between two senior BJP politicians, Mukul Roy and Shishir Bajoria. And they are apparently discussing moving EC to allow any Bengal voter to be a poll agent anywhere in the state. So on, on the clip, apparently, one uh, Roy is uh, her telling Bajoria that if we don't get this done,
1: the BJP won't be able to field agents in many booths. But is, isn't that? I mean, can't you have polling agents? I mean, anywhere in the state? Right? No.
3: The earlier this thing was, so earlier you had to have an agent from the from same the constituency. Okay, got it. No, right. no, from the same like that booth. Okay. From around the same booth. Voters who are in a booth, agent could be from the same so, place. So,
1: you had to be, your registered voting card had to be from that area only. That area. Right.
3: And then on March 18, the EC amended the rules and allowed anybody from that assembly constituency to be a polling agent. But these guys wanted extended everywhere. And this is what caused, I mean, we carried a story on this yesterday. Please go to Newslaunch and check this out. Uh, it's about how BJP and TMCA, there was a fight between uh, their supporters in a Nandigram booth. Nandigram is where... Namta Banerjee is uh, contesting, yes. So what happened is, uh, Trinamool alleged that the BJP weren't allowing their polling agent inside and the BJP alleged that he wasn't assigned to that booth. So he was... But, I mean, if you know BJP, the more... Apparently, the more like... Bigger reason for them was that he was a Muslim from a neighbouring area assigned to a Hindu majority polling booth, okay, got we and were, that uh, led to a f- hmm. fight. We were the that first did.
4: one to spot this news, and oh, yes, yeah, uh, news laundry was
3: the so first. So you check out a report on
1: this, and on then the Mamta
3: Banerjee landed up at the polling station. Yes, her after that, her hmm. uh, this one uh, rival, BJP rival, Subindu also landed there. So everyone there. landed and up there. then obviously the entire media and then there was a in the for all, yeah, right. And
1: keeping up with the election news. Uh, there was a case of um, an EVM. In e- some EVMs being found in a BJP candidate's uh, relative's car in Assam, and apparently, according to sources, by sources. ANS... <laughs> that is because the EC car had broken down and they had to transport these machines, so they took a ride with a, another vehicle, which happened to be of a It BJP, just happened
3: but, to pass by, and it happened to be a BJP leader, and vehicles. so they
1: put the EVMs in that, and that is and that is still unfolding. This happened apparently. Late last night. Hmm. Uh, so by the time we are recording this, there's still no clarity. But hopefully by evening, let's see what happens.
3: Going uh, away from election news for a bit. There were uh, yesterday, the there was news that the government has slashed the interest rates on small savings schemes by 1.1%. But immediately after, uh, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman uh, put out a tweet saying that this wasn't true. That hadn't been done. And this was an order passed, issued by Oversight. So, no, it had been done, but they were
1: withdrawing it because it was order passed by Oversight. Yes, right? yes, yes.
3: So, basically, this hasn't come into effect. But, I mean, this is some new category of order which is passed <laughs> by Oversight. By yeah, oversight. I think we will discuss this in some and detail. And if it had gone through, it would have been the lowest interest rates on savings schemes since the 1970s. Wow, okay. And they had already cut down the say, uh, interest rates last year. Hmm. So this would have gone down further.
4: There is a trend uh, world over that uh, cutting down on the savings Hmm. uh, this thing interest Hmm. and so that people spend spend more money. In fact the
1: I don't know about now, but sometime back, the interest rate on the US treasuries were like 0%. or yeah, something. Yeah, but right, that's
3: also more for like lending and this thing. So this is like small saving schemes. It's yeah. people who are it's like, basically, like and uh, it saving 500,000 bucks. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously, because it hmm. was withdrawn because of the elections. This right. hits the lower middle class and middle class the most. Then in sort of related news, because of the coronavirus and the lockdown and the economic uh, downturn that has happened over the last couple of years, the World Economic Forum's gender gap index has downgraded India by 28 places and it now ranks 140th among 156 countries. That's very, very low.
1: Yeah, we're really pathetically low on this. Uh, And in other data news, the COVID pandemic has pushed 75 million people into poverty in India. And uh, this is by an analysis by the Pew Research Center. Probably this is the biggest kind of downgrading of our poverty numbers in my living memory, I think.
4: This is corroborated by uh, one story in Indian Express today, Hmm. uh, where they are talking about uh, 11 crore people availed manriga, uh, which is a sort of record, Hmm. okay, which is uh, I think 41% increase uh, after the uh, COVID, this has happened. So, so Mandrega basically is for the poor people yeah. right. who don't have any. And problems. more
3: scary is that India uh, accounted for sixty percent of the global increase in poverty last year, twenty twenty, and the people who have fallen below the poverty line, these seventy five million people, they're people who now live on less than two dollars a day. That's about what hundred forty bucks yeah. a day, and that is usually like you're talking about a family, not a person, not a per capita basis, and two dollars. So people who are living 150 rupees a day for example i mean that's just it's like horrible all around but in
1: other data related news uh, the world bank has raised india's growth forecast to 10.1 percent from 5.4 percent for twenty let's hope this happens but of course the only problem is it shouldn't only happen for two families <laughs> <laughs> which is how it has been so, going on for so, a while but let's see how that goes then Rajasthan has issued, has extended an insurance scheme for all Rajasthan residents. So that's not a first you were telling us, right? This is so old. Y- so what does this mean? That as long as you are Rajasthan domicile, you have health insurance up to five lakh.
3: Five lakh, yeah. But Kashmir, now that it's a union territory, so you can say this is the first state. So in Kashmir, there's the PMJ scheme, which is the like central government's health insurance scheme for the poor. So in Kashmir, it was extended, it was called PMJ Sahat. Hmm. So which is a universal. Health insurance scheme it goes to every everyone and it's a f- it's given to a family on a floater basis which means if you have like you have rupees five lakh you can treat anybody in your family for a year whoever needs it can avail five uh, like five lakh of free treatment okay, so whoever needs it in right. impanelled private and government hospitals not just in Kashmir anywhere in India that's great okay. yeah it
1: is it is wow. Okay, we're coming of But Asia what happens
3: also. with these schemes is usually people either don't know or I mean, it's not, not available it. or the they're hospitals like do the... Uh, it's a bit like the
1: vaccine. Like? I mean, I just spoke to a few yeah. people because, you know, I, I hope those of you who are above 45 are getting vaccinated. So you and I will I go will next week. You, my, next...
4: my mother and Raman, they, they got it yesterday. But uh,
1: some people who, uh, you know, uh, help and stuff who work in our colony they're saying that in our village we don't know where to go the, I, I don't know where to send message have a got to parents vaccinations i don't know where to send them there's no information yeah that's so i think right now they're basically targeting in the cities i i'm not sure there's uh, it's so easily available uh, in villages and small towns
3: back home at least it is i mean it's like Every sort of village has a health center, they have set up a vaccination center, op- and they're actually calling people to come and take it. But that is the thing; that's the beauty of small communities, right? That's yeah. the thing. If you
1: empower them to do it, they'll do it. Everybody themselves. knows everybody else. No, but they call think, them, bring I them think, there, and give them vaccines.
3: But
4: I think this vaccination uh, is going on pretty well.
1: I think also in some yeah, parts okay. of the country, nah, the uh-huh. awareness is not there. Uh-huh. You know, um, people. It's probably available in some hospital because that all that wastage that happened, and that happened in cities. People just didn't go. here Yeah. 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 Uh, then BJP MLA Ramesh Jarkiholi uh, who had to step down as a Karnataka Water Resource Minister. You may recall we did a commentary on it on nuisance as well. There's a video clip of him uh, engaged in uh, intercourse with a woman which was rather shamelessly played by channels. Some channels. As, like... Without bloody morphing anything, it was ridiculous. He may be arrested. Uh, the woman who accused him uh, recorded a statement on Tuesday before a magistrate. And uh, she was unreachable actually since March 2. And then she has said that she is uh, has been forced by this guy. So she's recorded that in front of a magistrate. And then two men have been arrested days after the Kerala nuns were forced off a train in Jhansi. Uh, The videos of that went viral. There were some ABVP dudes who accused these two nuns. It became an election issue because Kerala is going to the polls. So the Kerala chief minister said, hello, Mr. Home Minister, like nuns are being forced off trains just for being Christian. And Amit Shah in a speech promised action. Who happened to be in Kerala.
4: (laughs) They have been detained, not arrested. They have been detained. Okay. And uh, because and the charge is very uh, small, that breaching the peace, <laughs> so, so they are going to get bail immediately.
3: Coronavirus cases have started rising pretty much in of much world. of the world. Yeah, Brazil is in a bit bad shape. U.S., Britain, Germany, France—they're imposing lockdowns again. And India, obviously, it's going up again. Yesterday uh, was the highest death toll in recent. Months since the
1: yeah started it was, going down. I think in the last ten days we've added more numbers uh, than we had added in the last four months. Yes. one so less so.
4: in four days.
1: Yeah, so it's it's and Dr. Guleri has said that uh. it can be this can be like really doomsday type situation. Yeah, so and
3: obviously because the new variants have been detected and hmm. nobody really knows how the vaccines will work against them. So,
1: hmm. although Pfizer has said that their vaccine works for, I think what. four months uh, across all variants because now they've got four months of data or something and the Manipur government has withdrawn a notice asking the district authority to quote unquote politely turn away those fleeing the Myanmar crackdown this is strange then India has moved to deport a 14 year old Rohingya girl from Myanmar
3: Uh, she had requested that if she had to be thrown out of the country at least she should be allowed to go to her parents who are refugees in Bangladesh but they're sending her back to Myanmar and as you know right now Myanmar is like in crisis after the coup and uh, like people, protesters are being killed. And so this is... Like uh, in a fact, desperate up to situation. 500 have been killed now, right?
1: Yeah. The UN now, in fact, uh, on the BBC, they were saying they're seriously considering should they intervene and what kind of action should be taken. And in Myanmar-related news, India was one of the eight countries who sent someone to attend the Myanmar Armed Forces Day. But in somewhat of a U-turn, not a U-turn, but I guess balancing both sides, monkey balancing, India has condemned the violence in Myanmar and has urged for maximum restraint. I think it's a rather meek statement. It is not. And you have to look at the company India
3: kept in this particular incident. Yeah. Russia, China, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Vietnam, Laos and Thailand.
1: These are the only ones who sent yeah. somewhere in to India and Pakistan okay. on the same page at least somewhere. Yeah. So that is what made the news this whole week and one of the other big news breaks was and this would have been much bigger had elections not been around. A special court, CBI court discharged police officers G.L. Singhal, Tarun Barot and Anaju Chaudhary for the 2004 Ishrat Jahan fake encounter case. They said they they were discharging their duties and uh, they were not being charged for murder or any such thing. However, to the best of my understanding, this court has not commented whether Ishrat was a terrorist or not. That was not its mandate,
4: right? No, no, no. The court said that... they could not prove that Ishrat wasn't a terrorist. Right. So they had to prove a negative <laughs> So, <laughs> right. So she could be a terrorist. So the police was doing its job. Doing its job.
1: But uh, a lot of uh, PGP, you know, leaders and voices online have used this to kind of suggest that the court has said that she was a terrorist, which yeah. is not what the court ah. has really ruled yeah. on. And finally, this is a surprising news. Karnataka High Court has allowed an inquiry into CM Yedurappa's 2019 Operation Lotus Controversy. If you remember, in 2019, there was a 14-month coalition that was led by Kumaraswamy. It collapsed after several MLAs jumped ship. It was called Operation Lotus. And uh, now there's an inquiry into it. Let's see what comes of that. So those are the headlines, long bit of headlines.
2: No, that's a good question. We should always be aware of you know, whether things have changed. We're newly observing them. But I think in this case, it is actually that things have changed. Okay. Uh, Mamota goes around. I've, I've been to one rally where she ended off with this long part, which is, you know, very uh, common, I guess, Hindu and especially Hindu-Bengali prayer. Uh, so this this the fact that Momota tries to show that she's Hindu, she's a Brahmin, she's a, you know, as Bengalis would know, she's a Kulin Brahmin, which is, you know, Brahmanoka ka Brahmin in That's Bengal. Sure. So she's a top Brahmin. So that this sort of thing that she's trying to prove is basically, you know, in response to the BJP's attacks that she
1: appeases the state's Muslims. The whole CA NRC in Assam, how significant is it as an electoral issue? And how is it playing out on the ground there now?
2: No, that's a very good question. That's something that I am reporting on right now as we speak. So the thing is, when the CA first draft had come out in 2018 in Assam, if you remember, so that had created a lot of panic in West Bengal. So obviously Muslims were panicked because... Uh, sorry, uh, the NRC first draft. Uh, uh, pardon me. The NRC first draft had come out in t- 2018. That had panicked a lot of people. Of course, it had panicked Muslims given, you know, there was a focus towards Muslims in the, NRC, in, the in the sort of marketing of the NRC. But it had also panicked a lot of uh, Hindus because you must remember both in West Bengal and in Assam, there are large numbers of, you know, uh, Hindu, Hindu Bengali migrants from Bangladesh, you know, a result of uh, the Bengal partition who were pushed out as a result of Religious strife in Bangladesh. Hmm. So there are large numbers. So they were also panicked because uh, the, you know there is there are lots of allegations that actually the NRC in Assam excludes more Hindu Bengalis than it does exclude uh, Muslim Bengalis. So that is the thing. So that had created a lot of panic. And when in 2018 and 19 the BJP had bought up the CA, they had sort of got merged in the in the in the popular consciousness, and the merger was obviously almost pushed. By the BJP, you know, using the famous chronology. Hmm. So there was a lot of panic at that time about CA, NRC. There was, you know, obviously we saw these mass movements. And then we saw a very interesting thing where the BJP sort of pulled back. So if you remember, there was this famous rally in 2019 where, the, where Modi said, we have never spoken of an NRC, which is it's an interesting thing, but it is not really factually accurate. Obviously, the BJP had spoken and in multiple including in their manifesto about the NRC. The other thing is that, obviously, we've seen that the BJP has gone very slow on the CA itself. So, you know, it's been now almost one and a half years since the CA was passed, Right. but it hasn't been implemented. So we're seeing a very curious thing that, with two years back, we had this incredible uh, you know, uh, wave of CA-NRC discussion and topics and almost Indian politics and West Bengal politics. It seemed like there was only one thing to discuss. But right now, when we come to 2021... It's almost completely absent. So uh, Amit Shah actually a couple of months said that we will actually implement C after vaccinations are done. And this, as many people on the ground have told me, and as as pretty much everyone realizes, given the pace India is going at, uh, you know, right? Like <laughs> by the time 1.3 billion of us are vaccinated. So it's basically, you know, it's a it's a it's a pop, it's a, obviously everybody sees to it as a delaying tactic. So really on the ground this time there is actually very little CA, NRC. People are discussing, you know, your bread and butter everyday Indian politics. Who's who's more corrupt and who's more so that? So
1: that has not turned out to be politically that important an issue basically now, at least in, in Bengal and Assam.
2: Well, y- y- yeah. Uh, uh, Assam, yeah, I don't think so in Assam. So going on, uh, uh, again, going on Arunab's reporting. Arunab has done this excellent report where he's actually pointed out that actually CA, in spite of... The fact that it was a, uh, you know, huge movement in Assam, even much bigger than West Bengal, it really hasn't seen electorally any play. And I think it's similar in West Bengal, although West Bengal did not have that sort of negativity against the CA per se, uh, because, you know, there's no equivalent to Assamese nationalism here. Uh, So, yeah, so it's not really playing a very big part, yeah.
3: And the reports that uh, Ayan has done for us, and we had an an analysis piece also, it says even though in Assam, the polarization is also not seemingly working for the bjp hmm. the communal polarization hmm. a lot of varied reasons is that do you get that sense shweb
2: see it's a it's a bit of both so the answer is yes and no so in bj in in bengal a guy would vote for the bjp for two reasons one is you know the sort of the the, the thing that we discuss a lot you know which is a sexy thing we discuss is hindu muslim polarization which certainly exists on the ground uh, there's no denying it But the other pole of the BJP is also that there is a huge anti-incumbency sentiment against the Trinamool Congress. We'll come to know how big it is on second May, but it certainly is a a significant section on the ground. Now, those people are angry with the TMC and they want to defeat the TMC. And right now, the BJP is best place to do that. So, they will vote for the BJP. So, it may not be a
1: BJP love as much as a TMC hate. Exactly.
2: So it's mm. an anti-TMC vote rather than a pro. You know if tomorrow, you know, Shoaib made a you know super party and you know put it, so they would vote for Shoaib. So they just don't like the <laughs> TMC.
1: <laughs> this I, so, this is similar to I mean this is uh, the opposite of what's happening to BJP in many parts of the country. Many people are voting BJP not because they like it, because they hate the Congress or they're just sick of it. Hmm. Yeah. Apparently, one of the true.
3: reasons, from what I understand, is that uh, the local TMC leaders have like been running this sort of racket and system of ex- extortion and yeah.
1: Cut dude, money. Our reporters are telling us that the yes. the goon level politics of Bengal is like different level and it
4: was there during the left parties also. But I think I I read that Parshant Kishore, you hmm. know, the Express Adda or whatever. Hmm i think he was he made certain points which are very relevant like i think 60 to 80 of the uh, you know contesting candidates they are new
1: okay. so they
4: are trying to how to uh, you know new faces Fresh. how to how to ensure that the anti incumbency does not Minimized. completely uh, mm. uh, take away uh, you know votes from the tmc so this is one second second he was telling that they have they nurtured uh, a different image of uh, Mamata, uh, you know, instead of they, that women uh, vote. Yeah. Mm. So so I think uh, and, and the third thing which uh, is again very relevant, uh, but uh, as Shoaib says, I mean whether these things work on the ground or not, but the arithmetic that they are using, that assuming that all the Muslims will vote for uh, Mamata mm. and uh, among the Hindus, the bjp needs to get at least 60% of the votes which they are not going to get so hindu votes so are divided so, so even divide if they the... get 55% there not enough that's not enough to win
1: i just like to take a moment to uh, thank everybody who has contributed to the nl sena project which is the assembly elections uh, we have set up a target of 21 lakh 80000 we have collected about 10,75,000. lakh 75000 we are still about, I think, just about six, six and a half lakh short. So thank you all who've contributed. We have, you've seen from Bengal, a lot of reports coming from Manisha and Meghnath and Nidhi. Some of you may be a little dissatisfied with the number of reports that are coming from Assam and Tamil Nadu. But we will have a few more coming. And yes. we are also having, the thing is that the teams that are in Kerala and Bengal are are in-house teams.
4: And we have a production person like Ayan can do. The video stories, but he needs a production person. But,
1: and we only have in-house producers. It, our experience with freelance producers hasn't been that great. So that is why. But going forward, you will see at least another four or five stories from Tamil Nadu. We've already got about four out there. Ah, four. But n- not as many videos uh, as many of you would like. So we are trying to get someone who gets video, uh, who understands video and can do video to do some video as well. And from Assam, we will have a few more stories coming.
4: Huh. I, 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 Sam I think uh, we have planned about six stories right so I think
3: two or three of them have come yeah we have done ground stories but ah. not videos as such I ah. mean so like maybe we have done from Bengal and so, so, we, well, no,
4: Ian was very clear about it sir. So I don't know, video uh, also it. it
3: becomes very difficult for the same person to ah. do both so you sure, need yes. another person. Ah, see, so, another.
1: so yeah so, uh, so we will do our best but thank you so much for contributing to the SENA project we have the other SENA project which in fact is just two and a half lakh short of our target which is the one for the apps. Uh, The apps, like I said, the work has started. Uh, The beta version will be shared with those who contributed to the Sena project. There's still two and a half lakhs to be topped up, so you can also top up to make sure that we have a flawless app, and then you can get our news even more friction-free. So thank you and pay to keep news free. Click on newslaundry.com's subscribe button, or you can become a part of the Sena. One question, uh, you, I'd like you to come in, Maharaj. Um, One is, why is it that the M- Myanmar Janta or the dictators are always Hanta. called the generals? Hinta, okay, the J is silent. Uh, they're called the generals and they're not called like Ming Ong Ling or something is the guy's name, right? Uh, his wh- What's his name? Min Ong Ling, right? The main general who's the dictator, effectively. Now, see, the thing is, mo- most people don't even know the name. So, how is it that the Burmese army is so democratic that they are the generals who take you know the decisions and we don't know of one dictator although from what i've read it's this one guy min Hyung min ong ling i think is his name okay our wonderful producer has put his name in front of me it's it's min ong Ling, right I, I guess that's how. so a what is this democratic bunch of generals who don't have one name who is known as a dictator. And two, um, can't India kind of use the Quad to quell China while... I mean what's the whole idea of the Quad? You know, this whole Brazil, US, India. And who is the fourth in the Quad?
3: Brazil is not part of the Quad. Japan is. Brazil Japan is the... Is. That's the BRICS separate. Oh, so thing. that's
1: BRICS. So, oh. no, so uh, Anand, why don't you come in? You'll probably know most about this. How practical is a Quad? Is it a Pulao? Kuch hona hona hai ni? And we have to watch out for ourselves.
0: I have I have written I think two three pieces on QUAD. Uh, first thing is that uh, I assume that only I have read it. So uh, whoever is interested on my take, uh, not my take, but my analysis of it, I, they can read it. See, quite as a forum, hmm, I think there are various issues. I don't know whether I can do justice in summing them up. But uh, um, you see the fate of uh, another regional forum that was more of an economic forum, RCP. And it had problems, and uh, um, some uh, to uh, Japan, a key member of Quad, saw so where China was taking a regional forum. Now, Quad is more of a strategic defense forum with maritime interests and uh, managing the very vital sea routes, very very vital sea routes, and and that has military and strategic implications. So. U.S. of course, with uh, wanting a firm foothold in the region, would want it. But what's the next step? I think a lot will depend on what's the next level for Quad. Otherwise, it can be an um, say quarterly or fortnightly or even uh, weekly talking shop at secretarial level, ministerial level, or summit level sometimes. But uh, apart from the sweet nothings of um, diplomaties, what it can secure can it have a very regional kind of uh, military alliance uh, on lines uh, on a very very nano kind of nato so that that would be an abiding strategic counterpoint second is that uh, the economic rationale for it the trade rationale for it um, that has to be explored because uh, with china's uh, predominance in certain sectors as well as Uh, regional diplomacy because China has uh, gone on what in India was in 90s uh, Gujarat called Gujarat doctrine on unilateral concessions to neighbors and then trying to find a strategic balance out of it so China for its neighbors has given it's very very lucrative it gives a lot of Things. It has loans and this and that, and and then tries to get the payback in terms of political. And a strategic leverage. Now, that kind of unilateralism, whether these four nations can uh, offer to other countries in the region, that will be also interesting to watch. So, in fact, uh, I uh, I would not go long. I will recommend two books uh, which should be interesting. Interesting in sense of knowing why U.S. is very very interested in QUAD and Robert Kaplan for last uh, decade has. Done some work on quiet, uh, not quiet, but this Indian Ocean region and the Pacific intersection of it, and why it makes strategic sense for U.S.
3: Another, I think, related aspect is oh, about this: is how Biden is like come out surprising pra- practically everybody, at least with his domestic agenda, foreign policy agenda. I mean, he hasn't laid out it that well so far, except in Syria and related to Afghanistan. But domestic agenda he's broken like majorly with Obama's whatever legacy or what do you call it with the it infrastructure in the with the infrastructure plan, the yeah, people. $2 he trillion has, dollars, yeah, right? the p- people he has uh, the stimulus, those mm-hmm. benefits and the people he has appointed to all these regulatory positions. So they're all like pro labor, less capital and like this kind of like populist this thing messaging, which is like majorly opposed to obviously Trump but also Obama but in case of foreign so I mean one of Obama's major foreign policy things was the pivot to east so Biden hasn't said much about that as yet so if we'll see how if because he has sort of gone back on Trump's thing about Afghanistan and Syria so if he focuses more on that region again then the cord obviously I mean it'll be
1: a lot less important than it is even now (laughs) So a couple of things, if you've seen some images of the Kumbh Mela, if if that is not a super spread event, I don't know what is. I don't know how many million people are expected to come to the Kumbh. I mean, of course, here there was a handful of Jamaat, uh, the, the, what was it called? Uh, uh, Tablighi Jamaat. Tablighi Jamaat. That was, of course, and everybody went nutters. I mean, if you've seen
4: the... No, 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 it's not just that. You know what is happening there now? Where? Uh, yeah, uh, Tablighi Ka. Hmm. They, the, they have been allowed, only 50 of them can stay in that place now so those 50 have to take the prior permission of the police so they they get identified the 50 persons and they are the only ones who can enter yeah, that the foreigners spirit. or indians included whoever indians so the, the headquarters
1: it's okay so the headquarters. Huh. Like so only, 50 story, can. Uh, only 50 only 50 can uh, 50 meanwhile can. a few million are gathering and <laughs> for I the kum so, I was seeing the video of the comb and... No, but the funny Co- thing is, like, if you go there,
4: it's in
3: Nizamuddin. Outside, it's
4: like oh, a huge... Free for crawl, all, yeah. No, Just
3: yeah. inside, you can't go. Yeah, because, so, I mean, you can do it because everybody demonized them back no, in the I,
4: day. I think there was very interesting uh, statement, you know, on NDTV. I saw one hmm. one panda, you know, at hmm. Kumela. this is normal, this is like this. So, said, okay, that, uh, COVID. Covid, hai. Covid hai election exactly, no, सो सो when जा. you see the
1: bengal uh, um, you know the crowds the rallies so I mean of course it's it's ridiculous how you know some things are condemned I mean of course like, it's clear that their dog whistles are used and the thing is that you know when I see any decision any administration administered decision is politics you know people say politics kar rahe. politics politics or bureaucrat politics 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 like for example No matter how bad things get, at least from the bureaucrats I've spoken to, some politicians I've spoken to, no one wants to order a lockdown. And they acknowledge that shit is hitting the fan, things are out of control. But for some reason that I guess politicians and bureaucrats understand better than we do because we probably don't have access. They're saying it's not an option. Do you do that? The amount of people who labour will have to go back there, we cannot control what happens then. It, it's going to be at a level that's beyond our control. If people fall ill, you know, we'll have 400 beds available. We'll pass an order, we'll try to put up some temporary this thing shelters. And, you know, a lot of states are doing a decent job. But if we lock down, we can't handle the. So I think it's very unlikely anyone will lock down. But just coming to the numbers and sorry, after that, you can come to Meharaj. Two or three things that are very interesting about this surge. aids the world over. I think France has ordered a lockdown. Yeah. They've ordered a night curfew. Uh, Germany may Lots order a lockdown. Lots
3: of European countries already, yeah.
1: Germany did and then she reversed it because yeah. I think this good Friday weekend she had said will be a lockdown but then Merkel said no, it won't be a lockdown. So it's a worldwide surge. B, in India, when the bloody farmer agitation happened, there was no surge. When the Bihar election happened, there was no surge. Even a Bihar election, there were already people packed in, in rallies. What has happened now that there's a surge, not just in India, but the world over? Is it, you know, and and nobody has an answer. So, of course, I understand that. Nobody has an
3: answer because there's no data. The government isn't talking to you. But there must be data.
1: I mean, if it's happening the world over at the same time, maybe, I mean, it is a particular mutation that is time dependent. I mean, what can it be that it's happening the world over together? And the Indian, the surge has been very sudden and very dramatic. And finally, I found Yogi Adityanath's uh, statement, warning, whatever, very interesting. I think he was on ANI. Of course, he's not going to say that don't attend the kumbh because that is his bloody like, Bichare Akshay Kumar ne bola, do me a favour, let's not play holy the Hindu right just got on even though he's their sidekick. So he can't say that. He just said, haan ye hai, Sabko dhyan rakhna covid ki whatever, saavdhaniya leni chahiye." But nowhere did he say, boss, vahapar par beed ma jama karo. It's very interesting how they, and not just him, even the local Prayagraj, commissioner, the he he also didn't, I mean, nowhere in the bite does he say, don't come here. He says, please take care, take COVID precautions, be aware of what's happening. like These are like nothing statements. So that is where we are and I, I wonder where we're going to head here yeah, because the grow, yesterday, Delhi had two and a half thousand cases, and this is up from 100. We had gone to, I think, double digits a few, couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Mehraj, what do you make of all this? So, Say, wha- and you are not even eligible for the vaccine like me and Ramana, and, <laughs> and we are getting it next week. Yeah. Sir, Piram, what is it going to,
4: go to the My brother in law got it. After despite, vaccine? After vaccine. Aray, yaar, He's so- in the hospital. <laughs> okay. That again, I mean,
3: this is what I was coming to. So, I like think both uh, vaccines he got, or just one dose? One, one. Dose. Haan, thir- so, Again, that Covaxin thing, for example, which they release, we discussed it at that time. They said this is only for emergency use, limited use. Two days later, they were giving it to everybody. Mm-hmm. And you still don't have like authentic... Dot- the like, company has said that it's effective and all that. But there's no peer review. Yeah, exactly. Same thing is happening with them and the governments are not talking to you. What is the what is the strategy testing strategy? What is the like quarantine strategies, other strategies? Even in most of the like Western countries, for example, even after they withdrew the lockdowns, there were still restrictions here and there and everywhere. Out here, there's nothing like that. And it's I think we were discussing it in the meeting. It's like that philosophical dilemma. If a tree falls in a forest and nobody saw it, did it even fall? It's like that. If no cases came, nobody was counting.
1: <laughs> were they even happening?